welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about the book uh, Boundaries for Leaders. Basically states, leaders need to focus on what is relevant and important and not get bogged down in the details or distractions. Number two, leaders need to create an emotional climate that is positive and supportive so that people can perform at their best. And number three, leaders can be aware of the power of their words and actions and how they can affect the thinking and emotions of those who they lead. Okay, number one, basically um, our human, our brains are not capable of, of multitasking. We focus on, our attention is focused on short-term memory and we're drawing on long-term memory. We don't do... Uh, context switching like a operating system does where it can slice portions of time process segments of machine code and then switch to another um, context do a context switch and then run a, another set of machine code in a different address our brains do not function mechanically we do attention switching in other words, we switch from one, one context of thought into another context or compartment of a thought. And we're not good at that. Um, so we want to focus on attention um, and keep focused on the, the things that are important and relevant. So importance and relevance are the two key things. And how do we do that? Well, it depends on the leadership, as leadership. Bad leaders lead in a way that confuses people's brains. In other words, they're moving to too many different topics, trying to cover too many subjects that aren't really relevant, and people get confused. What is important? What is going to get the work their work done? Because what they're trying to figure out is, how do I get work done with what I can control? Things that I can't control, leave it up to God or leave it up to the company or someone else to solve those problems. But I have a job to get done, and I need to focus on the things that are relevant to getting that job done. Every distraction costs 20 minutes. Now, Job's Jobs at Apple, when he came on board, he realized that there were 43 different types of operating or Macs. And he asked the question, why is there so many different Macs? And it's confusing to the consumer. And so he basically divided it into personal and professional quadrant. He just kind of made, built the, the four quadrants. And then um, desktop or desktop mobile or mobile and broke them down into those four quadrants and then mapped the features so that they were selling basically four different types of computer computers iPhones would be mobile i iPad would be mobile um, iMac would be a desktop MacBook Pro would be mobile etc so you could break it down into these quadrants and you could divide it into personal or professional. Maybe the professional would have fast more CPUs and, and more hard drive and, and more memory. As a result, he was able to create uh, focus and it 
then reduce confusion in the minds of the consumer. The life of a company is 20% of its activities. Leadership focuses on 20% of the profitable part of the business. You can only focus on a few things. Focus on what is relevant. Bad leaders make big a big deal out of things that are, are not important. There are no-deal situations. Choose your focal point and then work towards effective communication and you will be a great leader. A good leader gives an everyday, a 15-minute meeting and tells her teams emotional tips on something that will work. Now the key is it's kind of has to be something that might be a benefit to their team. Like a different way of looking at something that might help them in their problem solving or solution generation. The emotional climate affects the how the brain works. Basically, we cannot work, we cannot think rationally when we're in a emotionally harsh environment. If you're in a fight or flight mode, you want to act. You're looking for quick reactions. I listen to people that are in fight or flight mode, and they talk really fast. And what they're saying has often to do with strategy or positions or right or wrong or blame or fault-finding, or criticism, or comparison, all the things that kill emotional connection. And so what you end up with is a barrier where people's brains are shutting down on the thinking, they're not problem-solving, they're not creating new solutions, they're not innovating, they're not communicating, they're not talking, and you're creating an environment that is competitive, judgmental, uh, harsh, and a very emotionally charged. The brain, shut, the brain shuts down, judgment and rational thinking and solving ceases. Fear is debilitating. Well, ask yourself, what is your culture? Is your culture one of fear, fault-finding, judgment, criticism? Or is it one of cooperation? How much does your culture matter? People don't perform without positive expectations and warm feelings. You need warm feelings in order to perform well. Positive feelings, when you have positive feelings, only then can goal-oriented um, thinking start. Fight or flight will make people stop working.
We want to solve problems. We need, we need to make it safe. We need to have a place where we can talk about what went wrong. So, for example, in um, he talks about planes, and there were some fatalities due to not the, the structure of the plane, but the instrumentation was too complex. And so they started to talk with the pilots in a place that was safe and no, they wouldn't lose their job. And they realized that they needed to change some of the layout of the instrumentation so it wasn't so difficult for them to assess what was going on with the aircraft. And as a result, they were able to reduce fatalities to one in every billion hours of flight from a million. So significant improvement, a thousand-fold improvement. When you look at process, process is very complex. It requires cooperation um, and enthusiasm and shared vision and values. And if you have arrogance and lack of humility, then process cannot be implemented, and as a result, quality drops. And when you have a drop in quality, you have waste and of resource, and you also have loss in profits. It's costly not it's costly to ignore process. And you often hear uh, workers say, well, we can provide the service and the process, but we can't make people follow the process. And so you have business, you don't have business buy-in, management buy-in, and as a result, there is this continual disconnect between process and efficiency and profitability and satisfaction. We can go crazy because we have control, but the Bible teaches us to gain self-control. We should not and we must not control others to feel better. That's called codependency. Bad leaders do not help people get work done. Good leaders help people get work done. Good leaders help people with what they are in control of. People control moves the progress needle forward. How does your gift make your life better? Why does your company exist and why does it drive the needle? You are the steward over your thinking patterns. Negative victim thinking affects the team. You have the power to do things. The brain shuts down and things are taken personal. Take a step. Instead, they don't take that step. They learn helplessness. They don't initiate. You are the steward of positive thinking paradigms. The number one reason a goal is reached is the belief the goal can be achieved and reached. You can't let defeat thinking take root. The only do we only do the things we think are possible. I taught that to my daughter. I said that to my daughter. I, I hope she believes it. I said you can do anything you believe is possible. 
It just takes time, work, and belief. There is human power and human connection. Human connection changes the brain and gives it power. Stress levels drop by having a buddy. People working together for things that are meaningful. I know this is true. Corporations don't like it. They don't do the buddy system. They don't do the team system. A lot of it is uh, individual, and you're rated uh, against your peers, and it's competitive and comparative and judgmental, and it's harsh emotionally. That is the reality of most corporations. But if you want to have extraordinary performance, you build safe environments that are emotionally stable and safe for workers to get their work done. 